Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore episode by episode. We're your hosts, Eric Lefebri, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tercero. We're continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, we're still on book one, Water. We've made it to chapter 13, The Blue Spirit. In this chapter, Aang is once again captured by the Fire Nation, but is saved by an unlikely ally and possible lifelong friend. Wow. I'm, I'm so excited because we finally made it to one of the biggest pivotal plot points yes. in the film adaptation uh, oh of Avatar. <laughs> uh, half half of that film was just this episode, Re- which is so funny. It was this episode I'll and the last I've episode. Only watched like the movie once, maybe yeah. one and a half times. Yeah, and so I don't like. I my brain is totally blocked out. What's in the movie? Literally, <laughs> I was like like really? half of half of the movie is the Blue Spirit is <laughs> uh, him being captured and then being saved. And there's like a 20 minute fight scene of them escaping. That is just a huge part of the movie. And I'm like, oh, they really just did what a couple it? episodes. I was like, how do they escape? <laughs> um, because terrible, terrible show... action sequences. <laughs> Yeah, and so like maybe that's why my I literally have no images in my head as as I'm trying to remember it because like this episode and the last episode were like two of like the best episodes in yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Very oh, important. Yeah. A beautiful narrative going straight from oh our emotions are all out there and we're stuck in the storm and now well of course like we're out there we're sick now. Um, but are we still in the storm? What is happening? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first like glimpse at, I think, not only the possible friendship um, that we're starting to see sort of bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Okay. You guys, I literally almost just forgot Aang's name. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I oh my it's God, been what a poser. some it has been some <laughs> literally it has been some weeks like go ahead and what kind of podcast do you uh, oh Jesus I you've honestly only seen the movie haven't you yeah I've only seen <laughs> that's the why we started off with that mm-hmm. it's honestly oh God, you guys Ong. caught me it's honestly uh Ong yeah oh my God Ong was so good in this episode no um it's a been a little bit but also absolutely. I deserve all of that um, <laughs> because I need, I need it. Okay. Accountability. We're here. Accountability. Yes. So <laughs> we're seeing, <laughs> we're seeing the friendship that is sort of blossoming between Aang and Zuko. Um, Zuko being this uh, hidden masked figure who saves him from the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really lovely. I know, I, I feel like we're starting at the very end, but that moment when he saves Aang and Aang's sitting there and he's like, you know, I feel like we could have been friends as kids. And there's like that beat of just perfect silence. And then mm-hmm. Zuko's like, fire. And he's like, okay, <laughs> well, lead, later. Well, and like um, right before that, he's like being so vulnerable too with that sentence he re- where he's like, the worst oh, yeah. part about being like, about being me basically is everybody I know, all of my friends are dead do you think that yeah. we would have been friends? Like, and then it's just like, you can see like the, just that like half beat where like mm-hmm. they're both like 
it's just such a hopeful beat too they're both pondering it like pretty intensely and even if zuko his response is violence it's like for that brief moment there is a recognition of like yeah because and the way that they fought like they were so like in step with each other like that was such a beautiful sequence them getting together um and without even like knowing anything about each other they just fell perfectly in step with each other and completely trusted each other like ang could have fucking Mm. left him you know like like three times ang had the opportunity to just go even after he found out it was zuko Mm -hmm. even after he gets his mask knocked off and he's unconscious like holy shit he could have left yeah he still chose not to which obviously is wonderful character building for this lovely hero who we already love but uh it just reinstills that character and also just sees that like yeah there is there is a future for these two as friends like they are more than enemies they are naturally um just so in sync with each other and like you like you really do get that uh before they even like know who each other and like i mean zuko knows who he is right Mm -hmm. like obviously but yeah like even even without ang knowing that like just like the way that they fell in line like i i don't think that anybody else like that ang has come around has like fallen in line with him so perfectly in sync so quickly um yeah and like i think it's just a great uh, foreshadowing as to mm-hmm. their relationship later on, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, again, in this episode, they're doing a lot of work to show the parallels between Aang and Zuko. And really, like, when I watched this episode this time, I really, like, focused in on Zuko's story. Um, like, it starts off with, like, he's already super frustrated because like they don't know where the avatar is then he founds finds out that Zhao has been given all of these resources all of the uh, authority he needs to take everything from him mm-hmm. and um, what I love about just like the blue spirit what Zuko creates is like I see the blue spirit as like this is when he's at his most desperate Like, he Mm -hmm. sees it slipping out of his fingers. He has nothing else to do. And he just has to, like, really, like, dig into his own self-determination and just get it done. And what I think he discovered, which, like, might have been a surprise to Zuko, but, like, in the moment he had to, like, you know, be uh, on his toes. But, like, I think it would have come as a surprise to Zuko that like Aang then could naturally aid him in this desperation. Like Aang could have like struggled. He could have done more to try to get away from him because he didn't know who he was. And like that probably would have uh, led to both of their capture or whatever. Um, But the fact that Aang can just kind of naturally fit into his flow even when he's in this desperate uh, state um, and they come up with just the most amazing solutions to very specific problems. The, the latter the, thing, just like, yes. so good. Yeah. The stilt is amazing. It's so sick. It like, and the fact like, I mean, I know this is just like a design point, but when they, like the shot of the camera super far away and you barely see them at the top mm-hmm. of this ladder, like long leg stepping across yeah. this courtyard. 
so cool like it takes so much strength and so much possibility and just like they were able to fall right into it Mm -hmm. um i love in this episode that like airbender plus stick equals helicopter equals (laughs) like (laughs) it's it's so like like, launch thing It seems so n- true to like the the situation too, where it is a moment of like I have to get out of here. I am willing. Yeah. Like there there is a there's sort of a controlled frantic, uhness about the way that he's fighting. Where it's like obviously yeah. he's control. Obviously he's very adaptable and versatile. It's it shows, but there is a. I'm going to do literally whatever I can to get the fuck yeah. out of here. Like <laughs> I'm not going to play like, yeah, helicopter. Fuck it. Cool. Still because, fuck it. We're going like, yeah. I, okay. Boom. We have to go. Cause it's not just yeah. like his himself and his, his safety. He's worried. His friends are dying, you know, yeah. and if he doesn't get back and to his them, friends, friends would have no way of coming to like find him or knowing what happened to him. And he's like, Oh, fuck it. I need to get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like that is, that's what an airbender is right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's the avatar, but that is like pure airbenderness, how he behaves here. And I just want to like, so in, in looking at them as like these parallel figures, I also think of like their elements and how like their elements interact. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like, fire needs air it's fueled by air Mm -hmm. yeah and so i see this as like kind of like how they naturally fell into working with each other as like oh they they know this pace like zuko can be the quintessential firebender and Aang can be the quintessential airbender and working together and this is what it looks like and it's a fucking thing to behold even yeah. without like zuko using any fucking firebending at all yeah. right like yeah which, when you think about that is so smart because like zhao has fought him several yeah. times right and he knows his firebending styles and his techniques and everything so like to be in that dire of a situation and to like one be a fucking badass with those swords because like that's the first time we see him like do something like on the offense like without like firebending and Mm, that was really cool but like Zuko is like a hothead right we always like kind of talk about that and his uncle's always like hey you know chill out but like this is like the first time where I feel like we really see that he can have that calm and that coolness because he doesn't once, even when, you know, it looks like he's going to be caught or whatever, mm. he never once uh, resorts to firebending, even though yeah. that would probably get them out right away. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like... part. I mean, part of me thinks that w- the coolness is coming from, like, because, like you were saying, Amber, about how, like, the perfect harmony of a firebender and an airbender, mm. firebending being more of an offensive tactic versus yeah. airbending being a more defensive tactic... I'm sure just intrinsically in what they're doing, he feels mm-hmm. supported by Aang. Like mm-hmm. Aang will save them on the back end and he can sort of lead the offensive and that sort of harmony of of well-rounded, like sort of impenetrable power, essentially. Yeah. I'm sure he feels that. And I'm sure that, that like this seems like such like obviously a very intentional show, but even mm. in at the end when he's considering what Aang just said, I'm sure some of that's going through his head. Like, yeah like that felt good you we're like we probably would be really good friends like we're probably an unstoppable team yeah arguably but um 
fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it seems like that's a part of that's a part of the whole narrative, at least with Zuko. Yes. yes. He wants his dad's approval and wants to get back to, you know, where he saw himself in life so badly that he's yeah. willing to mm. um to risk treason. He's willing to like, you know, go against like his own um his own kingdom to yeah. to make that happen. You know, um, yeah. And I bet a lot of it surprised Zuko himself. You know, like he committed a little light treason when they like went past the blockade and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But here he's like literally setting back (laughs) their war effort and like knows it's a much bigger deal but like if you look at him like before he like goes off like he is completely wound up he's like no it's it's all slipping through my fingers i can't stay on this boat i got to do something um and it's it's just beautiful to see it mm-hmm. yeah and the look 100%. of recognition uh on ang's face when um when he sees that the blue spirit is Zuko too, like he has that moment of just utter terror, but also like you can see he like is kind of recontextualizing what is going on and what this means and what happens. And his, his response isn't like, Oh fuck this guy and leaves, but his Mm -hmm. response is to like protect him. Right. And like he's, he's had a little bit of like alone time with Zuko before, Mm -hmm. you know, and he kind of knows what he takes, but I feel like this is the first time that he starts to see him as maybe something more than just somebody that wants to capture him, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think he recognizes the the otherness of Zuko mm-hmm. just in conjunction yeah. with his existence in the Fire Nation where it's like, yeah, sure, he's he's a prince. Like, technically mm. he's royalty and technically these things. But I wonder, it, I wonder if this is like his first time seeing Zuko as an outsider because like they've seen Zuko maybe. and he has like a ship even though they know it's like a tiny ship compared to like their real war vessels Mm -hmm. um but like in that moment he had to see like oh crap it's Zuko but I thought he was with them then why would he wear a mask (laughs) there's something more going on here I think he is just in just as much trouble as I am if he's caught by those people and like in that split second know that like Oh, he's someone I need to help too. Yeah, I think I'm bringing my baggage of knowing more of the story. Yeah. Being like, oh, for sure, he's an outsider. We all know he's an outsider. Yeah. But we're this is early. Aang has no. Yeah, Aang doesn't know that yet. He yeah, it's good to that. like see it from all the different perspectives. If someone is like, yeah, and then this is gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but also just see trying to see it from the perspective of the characters in the moment. And what like yeah. they could know and stuff. It's very interesting. Yeah, I I mean, I really like this episode a lot. It's also uh I don't know if we get to them again, but the uh archers. Yes. So cool. I, I think that they're so incredible and like it's just I don't like Zhao naturally, mm-hmm. yeah, and as we shouldn't. Um, but I do think that little moment about the archers, about like having them. I don't know. 
it was cool and i thought it was cool. um they were menacing because they were just like were. so good and so incredible Unstoppable. yeah and i think that that's um that that was a really good tool for Zhao to have because that's also mm-hmm. like really um uh like emblematic of his like of his of his like ambition and like mm-hmm. you know how yeah. far he's willing to go. I mean, we see later at the end of the season, right? How far mm-hmm. he's willing to go to for complete domination, and you know, just to be utterly ruthless. And I think we also see, like, I mean, we've seen him be a shit to Zuko, right? And be an asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, like, I mean, Zhao is awful. And when he talks to Aang, and when he says, "How does it feel to be the only Airbender?" Like, mm. I was like. I already hated you, but fuck you so bad right now. Like, and he's like, I'll keep you alive, but just barely. Like, when he's talking about these plans that he's obviously thought of, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like, it's so menacing. And it's, like, on a different level because, like, you Mm -hmm. know. And I know Aang isn't a vengeful vengeful person, like, Mm -hmm. at all. But I love that when, when Zhao is saying that nasty shit to him, as he walks away, he just fucking knocks him out with a breath of wind. Yeah. Like, just, like, <laughs> wipes his ass out. And he's like, you can breathe all you want. It's not going to do you any good. But it's, more, it's like, it's such a reactive response. Because, I mean, that, it, it feels like such an out-of-character thing mm-hmm. for him to do. To be this sort of, like, reactionary, spiteful, ag- ag- like, aggressive thing. Mm-hmm. But fuck Zhao. Like, he's, an, he's, like, for real is a piece of shit so i'm like yeah of course yeah i mean i loved it i I like that ang is even capable of that kind of anger because like even i mean obviously very controlled and stuff but like he's even capable of that because like he literally said like yeah you're alone and everybody you know died ha 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 like i mean i don't think anybody like i could i couldn't trust anybody that would no. keep their cool in that uh in that moment yeah. right and Aang no is like a child like you know <laughs> yeah i just it's such a nice it is such a nice thing to see mm-hmm. with such because like i mean we're, like it's just it adds to the complexity of ang as a person yeah just in terms of like yeah we are all people and we all are capable of these things especially in these drastic severe and dire circumstances and it's just it's nice because i feel like we haven't seen that kind of a reaction from him Mm -hmm. uh so to see that like yeah fuck this is a bad spot i also noticed a few things in this episode in this rewatch that might i don't know made me think like maybe like not even the fire nation people at that like not station i don't know what i'm looking for outpost outpost yeah don't even like him like yeah one when he was first asked for the archers and they're like no go away like i think he's (laughs) (laughs) in general probably like this guy who just has like huge pride but is always like talking more shit than he is actually about yeah um and like uh especially when after he gave his like stupid little speech and he was like talking to that i guess like secretary man after he sees that ang has escaped he was like do you still want me to send that speech to the fire lord and i wanted <laughs> i thought that was like yeah they hate him <laughs> you know what yeah that's totally true like do like, you people... still want me to send that you talking about you had 
this he's be, all covered. He's being a, you want that to being a little yeah. catty on the way out. Just be like, I don't know what you mean. I just, I'm doing my job. What do you want? <laughs> yeah. This is what you asked of me. <laughs> yeah. No, he sucks. It's it is very <laughs> yeah. clear that he just sucks. And I just like, I don't think they even like him. No, I love that, it. I mean, even just that other example, the Archer moment where mm-hmm. the other guy's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Go away!" Yeah, like that's wrong. You're making the wrong choice. I'm in charge, and he's like, "But I'm requesting." He's like, "I don't care. Yeah. I don't like you. It's a bad choice. Move." And then it's like, "Oh, I've been declared this," and he's like. So that request is now in order. He's like, oh, all right. Uh, whatever. And that just <laughs> cool. kind of drives home to like um, the notion of um, like, you know, uh, patriarchy only uplifts those that, you know, are really awful. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so it's just, yeah. Like, because I yeah, feel I mean, like Zhao is probably the closest thing to the Fire Lord that we like, it, at least that we've seen in in terms of like, um, ambition and ruthlessness and you yeah. know and the fire lord sees that and that's who he wants you know in charge yeah. that's who he wants making decisions and so in yeah. that like the only people that win are Zhao and the fire lord you know yeah. nobody else it's a it's an emphasis on the sort of egomaniacal sort of empathyless uh masculine character that yeah. he wants leading which is i mean Zhao in a nutshell that's that he's that's perfect. all he's, he brings to the table he, that's all he brings he brings strength and all of this toxic shit yeah uh into the room and then he says ha i'm here <laughs> give me your love and adoration he i hate him so much yeah he's so shit yeah. um yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't wait truly. till we get to like the finale and uh, <laughs> all this shit oh my and god then talk about. and yeah. Oh my gosh, so much. But yeah, this this episode is also good um because again like the whole like pursuit with the union archers it's like beautiful artwork mm-hmm. all of it um highly recommend <laughs> i i know that we've canonically decided and rightfully so that i've never seen the show and i've only seen the film but i do <laughs> want to bring up again in the movie the sequence i that i just can't stop thinking about and jess and i talked about it when we watched the movie uh the helicopter situation Uh there's a moment when like do it in the movie yes Mm -hmm. and it's like a pov hang glide cam of like you don't you like see him but then it's like pov of him like shittily like gliding in past people and they're like whoa moving out of the way but it's like 25 seconds pov of him like Obviously, like wonkily coming down in a very unair-like fashion, like like he's uh, gliding and not airbending. Yes, it's which literally is supposed that. to be a very real. Thing. I mean, there is very yes. little bending in that movie for this it's, movie that's supposed to be actual, about yeah. benders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then there's this whole sequence where like 
there's this uh this like sort of outdoor room with like these big wooden panels and the only reason they're there is so that they can mechanically move them and add some air in post Mm -hmm. so he's like oh look he's air bending and you can see it and there's physical it's it's terrible but uh Gosh, Every just putting these two to these two of these exact sequences together <laughs> is I mean, obviously the movie is a stark misrepresentation of this world, mm-hmm. but it is fun to think about and that shot is in my mind because I think it's so funny and so <laughs> bad. It is so shitty. Every um, once in a while, God. I think like, oh, I want to remember how bad the movie is and then I go, no. Just get no, real high. Get real high and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God. The other thing that I loved in this episode mm-hmm. um, was Momo yes. trying to translate. <laughs> yeah. So so it's like. When you see his point of view and she's like. Bah, bah, yeah. bah, 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 and he's like. It's uh. so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Katara's like, go and do this thing and blah, 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 blah. And it's like. Bah, 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 it's just big <laughs> fucking Schultzy peanuts shit. It's like perfect yeah, it's silliness. Yeah, it's cute as like, hell. It's so cute. And, he, and the and... way that they draw Momo's POV where it's like kind of like warped and yeah. then it's just like Momo's big <laughs> eyes. It's, just, it's the cutest little moment. And I feel like Momo gets a little time to shine on a mini yes. adventure, sort of. And um, he comes up with like so much treasure. Like there's a crown. Yeah, there's like a bunch of like, like where the fuck did you get this, Momo? <laughs> like teapots and stuff. And there's like a tiara. Yeah. I know. Where's this? I want to follow Momo on this. I was this like, journey. where did like, you this is... find all this stuff? Yeah. yeah. I would like another episode that just follows Momo on this thing. 100%. <laughs> Give me Momo, and I I forget what her name is, but um, the person uh, who tells Aang about the Oh, toads. the old lady who lady. I totally want to be when I'm old. Did yeah. She, did she not have a name? It was like her and her cat, and she's making it with the flower. I, yeah. I forgot. I, she's great. Love, love her. Yeah, I mean, give me... <laughs> Give me a side offshoot adventure like a B and C story with Momo and her and the yeah. cat. Like, let's go. Like maybe he I'm stole so most of that stuff from her house. Well, I'm wondering because <laughs> like how far did Aang run? It seemed like an entirely different place because he was like yes. Sonic running for like <laughs> I don't know Sonic how many running. hours. You know what I mean? We're just like yeah. I don't know how many hours, but like he was going for a while. So I'm assuming she's somewhere pretty far away. It was also, Which also maybe a little bit weird that he's like, oh, well, can't do that because of the weather. But there's no rain or lightning at all in the episode. <laughs> yeah, and then it stops. <laughs> I was like, yeah. wait a second. That, that doesn't make sense. And also, does he ever Sonic run again? Um, I, think I feel like so, he does maybe? at some point. Does he? Because I feel like he was running fast, fast. Gotta go fast. In this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like in a way that I was like, wait, if he can do that all the time, I think what's going he on does that. Like? He does that a couple more times, I think. Does yeah, he? Okay. but it's only when he like has to. Yeah, when he's got to go fast, like he's yeah. got to go fast, got to go fast, got to go fast. You got to go fast, got to go fast. Uh, gotta go fast. I mean, there's no other way He's to go. Like, except if fast. you think gotta about go it, fast. he really right. is like Sonic and Tails in this episode, where he goes yes. fast and he does the helicopter thing. So, I mean, I, Maybe, I mean, Jim, yeah. Jim Carrey, eat your heart out. We're <laughs> we're absolutely crossing the Sonic verse. Yeah, maybe this was just like an ode to Sonic. Mm, mm-hmm. 
It could be. I mean, <gasps> the mask. It's blue. It's blue. And blue. his colors are like, you know, yellow and and uh, Zhao is in red. So he's obviously yeah. Robotnik. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dr. Robotnik, definitely. <laughs> obviously. We're, we're, I think we're onto something. Yeah. Um, I think we've solved the show. <laughs> like, that's just. That's this is, this oh, is my God. What? This was their original vision. They wanted us to find our way back to Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and Loki. Like, you know what? Like, what? And Loki, yeah. It's the Sonic and Loki uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, multiverse uh, parallel axis storytelling. This is the world we live in now, yes. This is the world, yeah. We're creating it day <laughs> yeah. by day. Uh-huh. Um, um yeah literally what else is what else is in this episode that we we loved hated and or want to discuss i mean momo was sick we already talked about that but oh god i love um, that Sokka was hilarious Sokka was great was hallucinating yeah and being hella sick in his little Take blankie that you rock <laughs> <laughs> yeah old lady was great she was great her cat was perfect. And I love that like Aang walked in and was like, oh, yeah, so this is what I need right now. And she's like, no, this is like Where for my kid? cat. What the hell are you talking <laughs> yeah. about, kid? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, he's like, oh, so that's the, that's the medicine. It's like, I'm not listening to you. I'm making <laughs> no. dinner for my cat. I've been ignoring you. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Leave my home. She's like, I live here <laughs> Your answer is in the swamp. Go to the swamp and get your thing. I don't care. Also, I don't care. the toads popping out of his uh, outfit while he's yeah. like <laughs> tied up. That was so fun. There's a lot no, of get back really here, friends have to suck on those toads. Yes. <laughs> There's so much good animal work in this and the next oh, episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, just uh, Zhao entering the room, and it's just the frog on the ground, like, What's <laughs> up? So, yeah. Like, I don't know what you were expecting, but... Yeah, uh, I'm just a frog. I just woke lunch. up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also liked that they showed the frog basically, like, super jumping over those... Uh, walls and getting out in the end, like so, like <gasps> see, I didn't your jail that. was not that secure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those frogs totally got out of your jail too. <laughs> yeah, this seems like on 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 a uh hierarchy of bad places to get out of in the series. This seems yeah. pretty low on the list of yeah, uh, difficulty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though there's like the three gated entryway mm-hmm. and the archers, and the archers, yeah, the archers are the only big like oh no part because yeah. like they they like, nearly I got bet... out of there like three times before they finally did. Yeah, I bet nobody filed a report on this day. Like everyone's <laughs> like, no, we're not going to talk about <sighs> the kid and the teenager that got away yeah. from us and all those frogs. This is supposed <laughs> yeah. to be a jail. <laughs> yeah. We had a regular day, business yeah. as usual. Nothing happened. Nothing, nothing strange. Right? <laughs> yeah, nothing strange to report. So I'm not so... going to send this speech to the fire yeah. lord. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. Everything's all good here. <laughs> Everything's peach. Um, I also really loved how earnestly Aang wanted to help Sokka and Katara. Like, 
Mm. How like it's like, oh, Sokka's sick. And then Katara got sick. She's like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> like, I need, I need to fix you right now. Hold on. Like, yeah, I was like, we're definitely dead. <laughs> well, this yeah. is. Yeah, that's the perfect. Like, it's so exemplary of them as a team, but also Katara's strength and like her leadership and her yeah. capability in the story is like. Mm. The one time he leaves without her, he gets captured. Yeah. <laughs> right the fuck away, like, too. The one time, right away, within a m- mere couple hours, yeah. he is immediately captured. They Despite his skill and his strength, immediately. he is yeah. stolen immediately without her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really, it literally is. like. Yeah, I bet when he like went back and told them, she was like, seriously? <laughs> you know. I can't have like, a sick day. Mm-hmm. No. We almost lost the war and you. Yeah. <laughs> it is so funny. Yeah. Just because she got sick. She had a sick day. Yeah. The yeah. literally the whole world almost fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> in the theme of Katara saves the world. Mm-hmm. She did almost nothing in this episode yeah, and here, out here we are for a proof. day. And Aang gets proof. captured. Anything yeah. could have happened to him. We're changing the, the name of the podcast had to Katara Saves save the World. Mm-hmm. The enemy had to save him. Yeah, literally. Oh, my God. Did you? Okay, <sighs> so I don't know if we've talked about this on pod yet. I don't think we have. Remember when we made those, like, predictions about who would be cast for Iroh? And Amber was totally right. Like, okay, so we recorded that episode. P. We recorded that episode, like, a month before it was announced and she's like no this is it this is who it is and i was like oh my god she was so right <laughs> and i'm so excited yeah because he's such a good pick for iroh it's like gonna be so sick so it's based on what i saw in kim's convenience he's such a good pick for iroh that's so the actor's name is paul sun hung lee right so he i cannot believe like i'm so I love that you got it spot on. <laughs> Me too. Like, just not even, not even a question of like, because well, like, that hey, this. You're like, no, it's done actually a this lot of things. Like, yeah. as far as like English things, he's done. He did. Um, oh, what was it? What was it? Harriet the Spy, and okay. then Kim's Convenience, basically. And like the rest have been like. I think he was in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Also, just mm-hmm. like a minor role, but yeah, he's. I, again, he's not even somebody that I really know either. Yeah. So, what a what a pick! You're so tuned um, into the zeitgeist. I'm really excited uh, for. <laughs> You're tapped in. You're tapped in. I'm excited for the casting of that. I'm nervous for the story. Me too. Know. Like, like especially I know I'll after still watch it at least once, and I'm yeah. like, maybe yeah. they'll find a way to make it look really cool. And because if the movie at least looked cool. It would not have been bad. I mean, well, yeah. they did cast Maybe. all white people except for the Fire and that's, Nation. And that's like, why this and everybody, is immediately a million times better yeah. is the casting is good. Cool. Let's hope that the story is also good and that the effects and the... I have hope. I am nervous that the creators did jump off very early. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes that me synopsis really, that I sent you guys um, also... Does not feel great no no but like when they tinker with like the structure of the story it's like what why though mm-hmm. why literally why like just why 
people yeah. who don't understand can just do the work like everybody else and watch the original series yes and so they'll yes. know what it's supposed to be like yeah i'm sick of them coddling people who have somehow yeah. avoided avatar the last airbender in their lives it's like we don't need an like it's just i'm assuming it's going to be an exposition dump for the sake of like no. condensing uh it's i hope it's good well, cause, like, <laughs> we have I such i think the air nation is still around or something because Aang is like an orphan, and that's like a big part of his like his thing. And I don't think, yeah. So, so I, what? I'll find. Okay, for well, <laughs> here. Let me look this. Let me look this up. Yeah, because I remember seeing it, and it just might have been bad reporting. Maybe it says Netflix isn't app- attempting to fix what isn't broken. The main plot of the series will follow Aang's journey to becoming a fully realized Avatar, while also giving him more room to develop a supporting cast. Blah blah blah. Yeah, no, I I saw something else, so I will I'll look this up and find what I saw because this is from three days ago, and that's not what I saw like a month ago. That made me very mm. mad. <laughs> it made me very <laughs> mad because I was like, Angus isn't like an uh I I did I send it to you guys? I think I said like you don't have to answer the story of Ang's parents. We've mm-hmm. already accepted he has none. Literally. And if anything, it kind of detracts from the story. It has really nothing to do with anything. It has nothing to do with his his narrative and his journey. Yeah. His, so his like, journey. Why are you? Yeah. Why are you making this weird? <sighs> Netflix. I, to me, I'm open to the idea of them tinkering a little. Mm-hmm. Like if 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 they spin big portions of this, mm-hmm. but it still feels like a it still feels yeah correct or like is justified still in a way the that is of world things. yeah yeah then i would be more open to it but like i feel like with a lot but of like this if stuff, they especially... had ang searching for his parents we'll be like why are you doing this yeah it'd be like we we already saw hey arnold we do not need this take it away like it's so we don't we don't need it yeah it's, it's not his story it's not the show. That's it's not the just, show. Yeah, just that wasn't the point of the, the show. story. We we want the story again. Yeah. So I'm 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 open to, I'm open to it, but we'll see. When is when is it supposed to come out next year? Um, they're gonna start filming soon. Oh, so possibly the following year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. The uh, Ang just shaved his head. So people are freaking out. What if they la- made him have hair? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my what god. if they're just like, nope? He has hair and he is hot and he works at Abercrombie and. Ang <laughs> is actually a himbo now, and he's a model technically. Technically, he modeled in the he he mod he used to model at the Air Temple. And the show is about him and his model friends. <laughs> him and his model friends going to model camp. Yeah. Literally, model camp. oh my god, yes. Oh my Change god. it up, change it up. That's the only. Those are the like only the revisions I would accept. Is now just like posing. Well, that's that's the whole thing. It's it's bending face. It's bending vibe. Momo is argu- arguably the deal. Momo You're is like, actually like wow a designer, like a clothing thin. designer. And Momo and Appa aren't animals. They're designers. Yeah. they're literal designers. They're people now. 
Oh my god. And Momo oh is god. Appa's apprentice. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Fire Lord is like Anna Wintour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my god. Played by and Meryl Bo- Streep. Hello. Bo- a reprisal. The sequel we all wanted. <laughs> and Bo- Bossing Say is just Paris, France. Oh my gosh. It- <laughs> Bossing Say <laughs> Fashion Week. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Um, oh my gosh. Can and- you Bossing Say a trend? The mm-hmm. uh, Northern Air Temple is, ju- or I'm sorry, the Northern Water Temple is just Venice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's go. I'm so. God, it's actually like their... Zuko is really just like a streetwear line. Oh my, mm, <laughs> that's actually a really good name for a streetwear line. <laughs> uh, you may have I'm... it. I will totally watch wear your Zuko designs. Right, that's pretty House good. House of Zuko. House of Zuko. Oh, oh my God, God. that's, that's it. a good name. <laughs> that's a good name. Um, it's actually it because first. it's because it's Netflix. It is a crossover sequel uh, with Emily in Paris. <laughs> That we just we come to find out that like Emily is actually the guitar. I character. was gonna say Emily's Katara. Yeah. <laughs> she is damseled the entire time. Literally. <laughs> She's just trying to find herself in her voice. In Paris. In the and in the then, city. changing herself for each boyfriend. Oh my gosh, is yeah. is Zuko um Nick Cage from um yeah. National Treasure? Yes, what? yes, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I think like oh that's God. exactly what they're going to make, and it's going to be a monstrosity. It is. Unfortunately, I feel like that is correct. Word for word, people. <laughs> I you, do work yeah. on the production. Yes, we actually is. have the inside scoop. <laughs> we have we we got the treatment. We have the physical <laughs> treatment. We're reading from a page. Yeah. From production currently. One hundred percent. This is a verbatim treatment. You will not believe who Timothy Chamelet plays. A shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Momo's oh shoe. <laughs> uh, actually, so the interesting thing is, is they did recast Iro and it's actually now Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> He's gonna be Iro. Yeah. Um, so good. I feel like that's I feel like we should <laughs> we should destroy this monster. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you again so much for joining us on another gorgeous little episode of our gorgeous little podcast, The Momos and the Appas. Music and editing by Eric Lafibri. Artwork by David Tercero. Please do not forget to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It really, really helps. And please always remember, Uncle Ira was a war criminal. A war criminal. He was a war criminal. Do not forget it. He's hot canonically, but it's also bad. (laughs) Canonically hot. But don't erase his history. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. (laughs) We'll see you next time. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the for more.